sorry. <laughs> hey guys, it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the time to deck the halls, to fill your bowels with. <laughs> you don't even know the song. I, don't. I think it's deck the halls with balls of jolly. <laughs> no. Um, Mouse of Folly? Oh, oh, I, I don't know. I, don't I know. just know that all I want for Christmas is you. Uh, <laughs> and you. And you. Um, hey guys, welcome to our holiday podcast. Yeah, we're really it's excited our, about it. Can our holiday <laughs> episode. We pulled out all of our music that we know to a T. Yes, and we are very good at singing, so you're welcome for that. We're actually going to spend this entire... Uh, 30 to 45 minutes caroling. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we wanted you to come on today and be filled with joy by our voices, <laughs> our singing, and all of our knowledge of the lyrics of Christmas songs. <laughs> Whimsy. Um, <laughs> no, but really, we want to talk about holidays, how they affect us energetically. Yeah. How this one is going to go, our quarantine holiday, it's a little bit different in the middle of a global pandemic than our normal... Yeah, it's like, you know, holidays bring on a certain layer of something, and then we're like, let's just put on some more layers by having it be a pandemic, and you're, there's things that you're supposed to do, not supposed to do, probably like this whole inner turmoil of, of judgment. Absolutely. Oh, because I feel like there's like added expectation yes, too. Yes, Like, ooh, if I have more than 10 people, am I posting it? Yeah, like, ooh, if I don't have masks on, or am I gonna, are my friends gonna not be friends? <laughs> yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. No, no. Um, yeah, no. So there's a lot this holiday season on top of the already having <laughs> pressure of is the food gonna be perfect? Do we have all the gifts? Is the guest room ready? Yeah, I feel like the holidays really, even if you're somebody who's normally pretty laid back, there's like, this weird like amped up thing of what you should do there's a lot of like shoulds and sometimes going against like your intuition because you feel like you're going to disappoint or you feel guilt or it's like all these things that maybe you're able to avoid during the year and then the holidays come and you you kind of give in to them Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yes. I, (laughs) I feel like gift giving during the holidays has like really opened my eyes to what a people pleaser I am. Oh yeah. The amount of pressure I put on myself to get the right gift to, Oh, was that enough? And then you like overspend spending more money to make sure it's enough. And it's like, they're just happy. Like they're not thinking about how much time I put into this. No, I, yes. 100%. I agree with that. (laughs) Cause I'm always like the week before I'm like, okay, I'll feel really good. Like, you know, beginning of December, I have gotten some things I've gotten. I'm like feeling great. And then like the week before like the end of the holiday season comes and I'm like up in bed like, oh my gosh, I forgot this for this person and I need to go get it. Yeah. And I'm like, what if they give me something and I don't give something to them? Or like, are my kids going to feel like they have enough? So I just like panic buy things, mm-hmm. which is weird. And then I'm like, then after I'm like, oh, well, I panicked about that. Do they even care? <laughs> like, was that a bad choice? It's so bizarre. Well, and I mean, it's a good time to check in with your resentments too. If you feel like you're resentful at the amount of gifts you're buying, mm-hmm. you're probably overbuying. 
that's a thing well it's funny my family does like a as we've gotten older like with my parents my brother and his girlfriend we've done like a secret santa so we all get one person Mm -hmm. but then i noticed i didn't feel enough because then i'm like i'm gonna get everybody else something little on the side and it's like why why are you doing that nobody asked you to do that that's that's not what you're sit down calm yourself so that was yeah a big so i don't know maybe use this time to check in with your are you over-responsible? Are you a people pleaser? Maybe use this year to not be and see how it feels. Yeah, just see how it goes. Like, let go of feeling like you you are the one person that's going to make that person's <laughs> life better. Bringing all the cheer. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That was not on our paper to get into. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little separate tangent, so you're welcome. Obviously, we both need to work through some things there. No. <laughs> Um, but let's actually go into, like, the expectations or the shoulds of the holidays like okay. that many of us put on ourselves. Yeah. So many. Where do you think they come from? I mean, I think there's... I know for myself, like, I like tradition. I like things to feel... I felt like I had a good childhood holiday time and memories. So then I get this whole thing that I want to create for my kids and then I talk to my friends and see what they're doing and then you kind of, I kind of have this like mashup of all these different things and I'm like I want it to be this and so I think a lot of it comes from childhood comparison I think you know social media always is really great at like amping up that comparison they're like oh my gosh they did this I should do that you know right. I think I saw somebody ice skating yesterday and I was like well I need to take one <laughs> the ice skating right now you know you just start getting all those like piled on expectations and you because it's a short time of year right I think that also helps to like kind of compile that because you stop you don't have the time to like sit back and reflect and feel like do I really want to take my kids ice skating unless you're really being active about it which I did after I was like do I want to do that is that something I actually want (laughs) to do that sound fun I don't know about mask ice skating you know right no I've learned I do not like crowds and there's so many things like standing in line totally. for Santa Claus you know those types of things with my child where I'm like you know what? we go in November <laughs> we go before there's lines because yeah. I know that doesn't feel good I also don't like Christmas shopping in crowds like Ugh, I will not go shopping on Christmas Eve I, it doesn't feel good no it I, that is like one of the things that I have always been like this feels terrible and I Sometimes we'll end up doing it, and that's when I'm, like, buying weird things yeah. because I'm, like, taking in everybody else's stress, too, and I'm right. like, ah, just throw it in the well, The energy of Target on Christmas Eve oh. is frantic. No, <laughs> it's thank the worst. You. No, thanks. No, I agree with where the expectation comes from because... Yeah, what do you think? You, no, same. Like, parents, my mom is a huge holiday person, which I'm grateful for now because she did make our holidays, like, yeah. magical, but at the same time, for my household... Um, my mom hasn't figured out how to listen to podcasts yet, so I can talk about her. Um, <laughs> oh, shoot. Mine has. <laughs> uh, but in our household, my dad actually was not a huge holiday person, and my mom was. And every year, it was a fight around Christmas because my mom wanted help with the Christmas lights. She wanted help with the decorations. And my dad didn't care. And so my brother and I both kind of resented her, and we're like, well, when we grow up, we just won't do decorations. Like, why is this a fight? We don't care that much. Right. But it was something that was big for my mom. So in hindsight, I see why she did it. Right. She wanted that. That's I'm grateful. Yes. For her, it was to have that. To have everything decked out. Like, the best house on the corner, you know, okay. the best lights. And it's like, girl, you can't do, like, you're killing yourself to do that. <laughs> that sounds no fun. <laughs> so, like, now I've taken on with Grayson. I have 
um, decorations that he likes and that he can put out because they're for him. But am I getting on a ladder and decorating my full out front? No. If it's not something I can reflect on my garage that shows a light, <laughs> like the easy way out, I, I don't. I don't do it. Like, I, and he's happy because inside, you know, he feels proud of the decorations he's gotten to put up. That's a great idea. Yeah. I love that. That's enough for me. Yeah, it's. I mean, working as a hairdresser for so long, Christmas was always very, very busy for me, and that I in when my kids were younger, like now I feel like I. I'm much more balanced with things, but I would go into December like huge anxiety panic mode because I knew I was going to be working extra and then like trying to fit in all these like holiday things and then like trying to make sure my house was as decorated as it could be. And in recent years, I've just like, if I don't get to putting up this, it's not a crisis. It's fine. It's going to be fine. We, We decorate the tree together. We put up certain things and just like taking that pressure off of myself that it has to be a certain way yeah allows it to be fun and if I don't there's like a couple things that I really love to do but if I don't get to do all of them like that's okay and the kids are okay yeah they're they're happy they are so yeah Yeah, that is great so we encourage you guys to take in decide like what you're doing because you think you should or you've adopted it maybe from growing up or your family And check in with yourself this year and see if it actually feels good for you. Does it feel good to deck your house out? If it does, great. Do it. But if it doesn't and you realize that you're just a stress ball because you're trying to get all these decorations out, stop. (laughs) Don't. You you don't have to. Nobody's making you. (laughs) Well, I feel like the same with recipes. Some people have these, you know, very strong family recipes that, like, maybe take days to prepare or, you know, they're used to inviting over 100 people. And it's like, well, this year, because we're under a little bit... You know stricter rules do you like cooking that recipe do your kids even eat it do you eat it like yeah there's so many things that you know have been passed down that maybe like I know my family does a really big Thanksgiving so I know this is like we're trying to do holiday and loop it all in but that's like the the holiday that my whole side of my mom's family would get together so there's a lot of very traditional things that maybe people weren't eating and when I started kind of cooking more I'm like that's gone that's this that's that and then my uh, my husband's vegan so there's a lot of recipes that wouldn't work for him and then I just switched them out and and I'm all about like let's make this efficient I like to do things the day before I don't want to be like slaving in the kitchen all day I want to like Enjoy your family. Yeah. But then question, because you've changed some of those recipes and you've taken out traditional meal choices, does it still feel like the holiday for you? It does. Good. Yeah, because I think for me, like this year was hard not getting everyone together. Because me, that's what it is. It's like everyone getting together and it doesn't really matter what we're eating. I've never been like a a turkey person. Um, But it's like the set table and the, you know talking together and the laughing and like the jokes and that's really what feels like a holiday to yeah me. no I absolutely agree I just wanted to make sure I said that for anybody who's like <laughs> I can't take out my grandma's Christmas porch I don't know if that was a weird thing but <laughs> because that's what Christmas is and it's like well no think about the feelings that's yeah. what your holiday is Christmas or whatever you celebrate yeah Kwanzaa, no. <laughs> whatever it is well and I think I've gotten to really um experience a lot of different traditions because I've I mean, one, my dad was from England. My mom's from New England. She's from Boston. She really wanted to one-up your dad. Yeah, she's like, mine's new. New York is old. 
So, I mean, kind of traditional places, but different different traditions. Like, we used to do Christmas crackers. I don't oh, know if you know what those are. I don't. They're like these, um, they look like a long, I don't know, what is that called? Like a taffy or something where you tie, but you actually, like, pull the two sides, and there's, like, a crown, a game, and they make a huge pop. Anyway, so we would do that, but half the time, my mom would forget to put them out, and then she would be like, oh, my gosh, I forgot the crackers, <laughs> and it's like, it really didn't matter, but I lived a lot of different places, and then I had four years of Christmas in Norway where they celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, Oh, and, like, the first year, I was like, this is so weird, and... What I realized when I was there, because the first year I feel like it didn't feel like Christmas. Okay. I was like, this feels weird. Like, we're doing everything the day before. You know, I didn't have my family, my food, my anything. The bright side is, is that you're not in the frantic energy of Target on Christmas 100%, Eve. 100%. <laughs> yeah, things were closed. Like, you had to get your stuff done early there. And also, my family was a huge, like, we did huge Christmas. Okay. And his family was more like, here's the present. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, but um, and then after I was like, "This is actually really great. I don't have to this... buy one thousand gifts yeah. for people." But I still was doing it. Okay, I was still doing it. I it's was so like, ingrained in us to be like hyper consumers. Because me too, I'm the worst. Yeah, I remember like walking, actually talking about like a Christmas Eve. It was like the last. It wasn't Christmas Eve, but it was one of the last days you could shop there. And I was in um, in the city where we lived in Norway. And, you know, I didn't have a car there, so I'm, like, lugging <laughs> presents, and I was like, this is so dumb. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, what I figured out, I went off on a tangent, what I figured out after having that first year, there were certain things that made it feel like Christmas to me, like a, a movie, uh, um, you know, I don't know, cozy pajamas. Like, I really t- took an inventory. I was like, what will make this feel like a holiday? Even though it's different. Ah, and you're in a completely different space. Yeah. Yeah. And then it did. You know, and I think now it's easier to adapt, I guess. Yeah. So this holiday, where can you guys adapt? What needs to be, you know, what do you need to definitely keep in your traditions? And what can you let go of to let go of some stress and some frantic energy? Yeah. Figure out what you're doing because you like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I want to take this a little bit. Okay energetically let's do it why do more people get sick around the holidays Mm. (laughs) (laughs) big question and it's i mean yes the weather changes so it is colder outside um but i do think there's more stress there's more time constraints we're all worried about you know that date on the calendar when we're going to meet calendar dates mess up our energy body when we're focused on a date that is when we attract common colds uh flu and it's because we're so focused on the state that a lot of times we're running ourselves or burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. Not checking in with our body. And so, yes, your vibration lowers, your immune system weakens. Bam. Mm-hmm. Cold. Yeah. Um, Flu. Snot everywhere. <laughs> all the snot. Well, yeah, I really, I love that analogy of burning candle at both ends because you, I just, you're always like looking at that date like, oh my gosh, I only have this amount of time. I have to do it. Like, I don't want to do it. I'm tired, but I have to go. Right. Because it's going to, if I don't, I'm never going to I'm not going to make the date. Right. And so that is, there's amplified pressure on holidays. There's also, we have a lot of expectation about how our family is going to act. Mm-hmm. So it stirs up old stored emotion. That old stored emotion will then come out as like aches, pains, or injury. And there, you do see an uproar in injury in like emergency rooms. On holidays, but it's because all of that stored stuff is coming out. 
Hey, Balance Chaos listeners. The new year is upon us. It's time to get intentional about how you want to feel. Come reflect, reset, and rejuvenate from the comfort of your own home. We are hosting a virtual retreat on January 4th from 10 to 12. We also have an evening time offering from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. So if you want to come and get ready for 2021, just shoot us a direct message on Instagram Instagram at balancechaoslv, or you can message us on our personal ones. And we can't wait to see you there. Thanks. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody, one of my clients who's a doctor, and she was saying how Thanksgiving Day, there's like, it's like so quiet. Thanksgiving night is one of the busiest times of the year. And I'm sure it's the same for Christmas, New Year's, all of yeah. those. Like the, it's like all of a sudden, all these weird accidents. And Happen. Things. Well, and then people will say like, well, yeah, there's more alcohol involved. Yes, but why do we need the alcohol? Why are yeah, we trying to yeah. escape? What are you escaping? Yeah, yeah. why are we overindulging <laughs> that day? Why have I had two bottles of wine by Christmas morning? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. It's champagne, then wine. Uh. <laughs> Start it slow. <laughs> champagne breakfast, wine lunch. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, all of that, like even taking in why people drink more around the holidays, there's more emotion. Yeah, there's, I really feel like, People come into a holiday thinking about what's going to happen. Like, they're already anticipating, okay, it's this big day when my family gets together, and I know this is going to happen, these people are going to fight, this one's going to storm out. So you're already placing all of that... Expectation. mm -hmm, On the the day, day. And also on the people in your life. Ooh, and when we do that, you don't give them energetic space to show you that they're different or they've changed. Yeah, so you're waiting for um, Uncle Tim to do the same thing he's done the past six years. So you're like, it's going to happen. Maybe Uncle Tim had a totally transformative (laughs) year. Reformation for Uncle Tim, okay? (laughs) Um, And that's true. So try to go into this holiday season identifying where your expectations or set beliefs or judgments are Mm -hmm. and trying to release them give your family and yourself a chance because if we go into something with tension or we're anticipating you know and we tighten up that energy can be felt your uncle tim probably thinks you're a tight ass no (laughs) (laughs) because he feels your anxious energy and then you create something but if you go into it like you know breathing and feeling loose and happy and warm you change the vibration of the room and you can raise the vibration of the room so Uncle Tim doesn't have to act like a jerk or whatever it is. 100%. There's definitely... I I think it was last year I lost my voice around the holidays because I was really worried about it. a few things. And instead of, you know, speaking that to somebody, I just took <laughs> it all it in and then I just couldn't speak anything. <laughs> Ever. For like a week. I'm sharing nothing with you people. <laughs> I'll just be quiet in the corner. But it's amazing how that how that happens yeah so just so pay attention to what happens in your body and if you are getting those well I mean if there is something happening in your body if you're so anxious to see someone or you know you're having all these symptoms maybe it's the year to cut them out maybe you don't spend the holidays with Uncle Uncle Tim it's very easy (laughs) Uncle Tim Um, (laughs) since that bottle of champagne in the morning no Uh, (laughs) but it's very easy like you get to decide and so many of us are like well I can't hurt my family's feelings we do holidays together but it's like if it doesn't feel good for you make a new choice 
Yeah, because you know what? If you're coming and not feeling good and coming as an anxious ball of energy or angry or resentful, like, that doesn't feel good for anybody. So yeah. It's actually not good for you or for your family to be there because it's actually just going to cause tension. And maybe next year's fine and it works out. But, like, take the time to, to be with yourself. And this is the perfect year to do it. Cause yeah, perfect year. You blame it on COVID. <laughs> take time and see who you want to invite to your holidays anymore. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a year to reflect, right? It's Absolutely. Really, it's a year to reassess and reflect. It's Use this as your year to clean out to your old holiday tradition. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we're not saying traditions are like you have to get rid of them all. If they make you feel good, 100% do them. Yes, if Uncle Tim feels good to have over, have Uncle Tim over. If he doesn't... <laughs> Don't. But then I think a lot of us take over-responsibility. Well, then I'm going to keep going with this Uncle Tim example. Yeah, I like it. Who's going to cook for Uncle Tim? Who's going to give him a gift? You know, honestly, if Uncle Tim's that much of a jerk, he might need to reassess. So don't take on the responsibility of his well-being. I love that. Because then he never has the energetic space to learn that he's a jerk, right? Yes. But if you leave him out, it actually is a lesson for him, too, because he can reassess, like, huh, maybe I am getting too drunk every Christmas. Right. Or maybe I need to get a job and buy myself gifts so that that's my, not my only source of joy. Maybe I need to be a better person so I get friends. Honestly, there's lessons for everyone. So you can't take on the sole responsibility of, if I don't invite Uncle Tim, he has no one. No, you don't like him either. Let him see why people don't like him. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, I love that because I think so often, especially women, like we feel like we have to take care of everybody and that... Like, they're not going to be okay if we don't. But if you keep doing the same things over and over, that person's never going to change. Nope. They're never going to see that they're doing anything wrong because they're like, well... They don't have to take responsibility. She invites me over here. She cooks for me. She buys me presents. I must be awesome. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Honestly, yeah, there's no responsibility. Um, Again, because my mom doesn't listen to this, (laughs) I can say it. My mom used to complain every year that her siblings didn't appreciate how much she cooked and how much effort she put into the holidays Mm -hmm. yes she did a ton of effort but at the same time she never asked for help yeah she never said like you know i spend the holidays cooking and cleaning for everyone and having everybody over and then you guys all leave and i'm stuck with it and i feel underappreciated so they had no idea she felt this way until all of a sudden she stopped inviting everybody it was like abrupt it was like holiday every year with my mom and then abruptly like nobody's coming over this year (laughs) Instead of just saying, like, hey, guys, this is getting to be a little too much. Yeah, like, let's do a potluck. Or maybe if I cook everything, you guys do the dishes. Yeah. Like, so make sure if you're having those feelings or if you feel like it's too much, where can you delegate? But, you know, everybody's not as aware of the help you need. Yeah. So say it out loud. Ask for it. Ask for it. I have um, an aunt who is like that, and she always would cook and do things, and then all of a sudden, same, like, done. But she was the type that you were like, can I, can I help? Like, if you feel so like you have to be so in control of everything you're not giving anyone space to help you you're not so it could be yeah it could be a lesson in releasing control too i mean would you rather spend the holidays you know so busy in the kitchen and decorating that you can't enjoy it with your family so that it looks a certain way when that really doesn't doesn't matter? matter or would you rather like you know have the help and have space to create something with a community yeah, I and feel supported. I love like if I'm going somewhere, I love to be told to make something or bring something because then I feel a part of it. Absolutely. Instead of being like, "Oh, should I help you clean up?" I'm not sure. You know, yeah. like I just think it it's great to host and to to do things, but I also think it's really great for guests to feel included. Absolutely. Um, a 
Sorry. No, I We're think that was great. Tangent, but no, true. but that's, like, I mean, we the, all want to feel needed, right? We do. And I do. Seen. Well, I think the people who are extra controlling on the holidays and need to do everything, check in with yourself. Are you not giving yourself self love so the control makes you feel needed? Like, yeah. my family needs me to cook everything. They are all helpless and useless. Yeah, nobody can cook like me, so I have to do it. And this is, and maybe that's how you're feeling. Loved. Validated, yes. Yeah. So maybe you need to fill your love cup up somewhere else so you can release <laughs> some of that control. Um, I want to look at when we have certain people in our lives too how we can make the energy a little less heavy so like let's say we don't want to stop inviting we're not ready to completely cut uncle tim off right but we need a new perception a new way to look at his behavior okay okay so i like to call it a call to love or a call to be loved so if uncle tim as soon as you come in uncle tim's like oh you don't have a boyfriend yet oh, oh you're, you're not s- you're still single <laughs> you're not married you're so pretty why are you like not married okay uncle tim is trying to love you. He's trying to show you. <laughs> I love you. I don't want you to be alone. I'm worried. Yeah. It comes off as a judgment, but I want you to start looking at it as a call of like, oh, he's trying to show me he loves me. Yeah. So instead of immediately going like, he's such a jerk and I don't know, I feel like he's attacking me. And yeah. Like going into that attack and defense mode, you have to like take a breath. He's trying to show me he loves me. Like, That's so sweet. He wants me. <laughs> Now, exactly. Okay. Or you come in and Uncle Tim's like, somebody make me a plate. I can't do it myself. I'm alone. Make me a plate. Oh, I hate my house. And like, you know, he's complaining. My he's, legs hurt again. Yes. Yes. He's asking for love. That's a call to be loved. He's saying, hey guys, I need attention. I need a little extra love. Ask me how I'm doing. Yeah. And so instead of looking at it like whiny Uncle Tim. Yeah. How powerful. How powerful to like relook at these relationships and these, um, Patterns of behavior mm-hmm. of people we know really well. Yes. And seeing them in a different way so that we can open up to love them or to let them be loved. Yeah. I mean, a real lesson in this, how I got this, is actually my dad also doesn't know how to listen to podcasts. <laughs> uh, but every holiday, my dad is like actually a little weird, but it, what it is is he has social anxiety. So my mom's, you know, throwing this big holiday party and my dad usually ends up like outside in the backyard in the corner somewhere okay. or like in another room. And I used to get so frustrated and be like, he's so antisocial. Like, why is he being so weird? And I was like, no, like ghosts. Like, and then as soon as I would go into the same room as him, he would light up like, oh, Aww. you do like, it's almost like he needed like an open invitation. So his separating from the group was kind of like his call to like be loved. Okay. And as soon as we do, or we include him in it, he's like, okay. But my dad isn't the one, like, if the family's playing games, my dad will be on the outskirts kind of looking, laughing, and then once it feels comfortable, he'll come in and want to play. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah. But if I took it personally, like, oh, he never wants to be a part of anything, he's so antisocial, well, that's not the truth. <laughs> like, yeah, he probably just didn't feel like he had a place to do stuff because your mom was busy making all Exactly, <laughs> not allowing him to help, and then if he did help, she would scream at him and say he did it wrong. <laughs> So he's sick of being emasculated, so he's just stepping outside. He's like, I'm going to go. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've really learned over the years, like, no, that is his call to love. But same with my mom. I mean, if she's over-preparing everything and not letting anybody help, she wants me to tell her she's doing a great job. Yes. yes. Call to be loved. 100%. My mom does listen to podcasts, but I think she knows this very well about herself. <laughs> like, she... She likes to do things, but she likes to know that, like, we joke every time we have a meal, she sits down and she's like, is it okay? Does it taste good? Does it taste good? <laughs> We're like, it's delicious. She's a really good cook. But she, she always 
She likes the reassurance. And instead of being like, oh my gosh, why are you doing this? Just be quiet. Just going like, yes, you're awesome. You're great. You're doing good. Realizing she's just asking for a little affection. Yes. Love. So Love you, Mom. You're a great cook. All your food is cooked. MJ, I would like to come over for Christmas dinner. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> um, You're always welcome. <laughs> thank you. Um, so, changing traditions this year. That's right. <laughs> so then from there, so we're changing our perceptions a little bit about, you know, our people around us. Also, let's go into gratitude. Where can we be gratitude i mean gratitude is such a high vibration it feels so good yeah so the holidays are a great time to uh find what you're grateful for yeah and it's like kind of like pushed in your face right yeah you're like thanksgiving uh then joy for christmas and you know gift giving at hanukkah and all of these like things that are like here we go be grateful do this that sometimes it makes you take a step back or like feel like you're not doing it authentically. So finding a way to be grateful, grateful authentically. Right? Well, especially this year because a lot of people's jobs are different or their pay is different. Yes. So we don't, or maybe we don't have the same resources or we're scared to use our resources in the same way we used to. So we're not panic buying anymore, <laughs> but maybe that's a good time to be like, you know what? Even though I couldn't get my kid that Xbox, it didn't make sense this year. Yeah. I'm grateful that we get to have this meal together. And You know, we are stuck in the house. There's less to do this year because of masks and stuff and less crowds that I'm grateful for the time we get to slow down and actually see who our kids are. Yeah. Like, I just think it's so beautiful. I love seeing, like, families out biking, scootering, doing all these things together. I feel like you're seeing so much more of that right now. Mm -hmm. And it gives us just this really beautiful space to appreciate each other and because you're not rushing around, like maybe when you think about a friend that you're like, oh, I just love them, like sending them a message, like, hey, I love you and I think you're great. Yeah, like more time for actual genuine connection yeah. and expression of connection. Yeah, like I am very, I mean, everyone's different, but I'm very happy to get a text that says you're great. I'm just as appreciative for that than a, as a gift. Yeah, so if you have Kristen's phone number this year. But that's true, mm-hmm. like, uh, and I think if more people were honest or communicated, because I think we put this pressure on gifts, like if I, or if we said to our families, like, look guys, I'm a little strained or strapped for cash this year. It's going to be hard for me to get everybody a gift, but I would like to like share a card of like how I feel about you or something yeah. like that. So many people would be like, oh my gosh, actually, even if I have the money, I want to do that too. Yeah. Like it's a great way, you know, just communicate your truth though. I think a lot of times the guilt of, oh no, everybody's going to buy me a gift too. This is what we do, but I don't have the money to buy them gifts. And then you kind of sit and stew. How about instead you communicate your truth? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. Because yeah, if we don't speak up that we're not feeling okay doing all the gift giving this year, like then you're just, you're going to be sitting in this horrible space yeah. for the holidays because you're going to be stressed about money. You're going to be stressed about gift giving. And then you're going to feel probably some resentment at yourself for for spending. Yeah, especially if, you know, we go on credit cards or whatever. Right, and then, and it's not, it's not worth it if you just tell your people what's going on. Yeah, hey, look, I love you. I'm having a hard time, but you know what? I'm going to celebrate, I'm going to make everybody muffins, or yeah. I'm going to write letters. So many things we can do. Yeah, so check in with yourself there, uh, if that's something you need to do. <laughs> Back to gratitude. Back to gratitude. Honestly, we can even be grateful for, like, I like little things. Like, there's times where I'm like, I'm so grateful for my home that I have a quiet home to come to. 
Like yeah, it's after being at my home. That's not no. Great. no I love kidding. your home. <laughs> no, I just mean like sometimes I'll literally sit on my couch and be like, oh my gosh, this is mine. I'm so happy yes. that this is like. No, it's it's not about big huge things all the time. It's no. about just I think mostly like being present and feeling like what do you feel right now and what is really like feeding you and just like I'm so grateful for. Like this quiet morning, I was sitting on the couch drinking coffee and reading a book, and I was like, this is awesome. I'm so grateful I get to do this. This is heaven. Or, okay, because a lot of people aren't working, think about all the holidays that you maybe did have to work and you couldn't spend with family. Yeah. This is a time to be grateful for slowing down, being present, not having to rush to and from work, and to be able to have the whole day off just to be. Instead of thinking about, I think gratitude a lot of times is also not thinking about what you don't have, right? Right. Like, when you're like, oh can't believe this year I don't have this or I don't get to do this or I you know can't have my whole family whatever it is thinking about how nice it is to have that little small unit yeah love that so I mean we hope this helps you deck the halls with balls of jolly (laughs) just kidding (laughs) that's not the song I guess maybe I'm singing like the jingle bells batman smells version I don't know yeah yeah so journal prompts Journal prompts. That's a great idea. This holiday season, write out what traditions are serving you and that feel good and you want to keep. Yeah. And what traditions or habits you're ready to let go of. Beautiful. Um, what is a way that you actually feel calls for love? Like, how do you ask for love? How do you ask for love? That's a really beautiful one. See yourself just like you see your family. Yes. And then gratitude. Yeah. What are you grateful for this holiday season right now in these moments? Awesome. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We hope they're filled with balls of joy. (laughs) Huge (laughs) balls of joy. Bye. Bye. Bye.